Ramsey Network, this is The Ramsey Show, where we help you get control of your money, get ahead in your career, and get on the path to living well. I'm George Campbell, your host, joined today by Dr. John Deloney, and we are happy to take your call this hour. Triple eight, we're two five. Let's do this. Five two two five. 5225 That's triple eight eight two five five two two five. Kayla's kicking us off in Billings, Montana. Kayla, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you guys? We're so great. How can we help today? Good, thank you. Um, so. My question is, um, my husband and I moved across the country recently, and I am unhappy here. Um, And I'm just wondering, at what point do you put forth mental health and caring for that versus finances and putting yourself in a bind or losing money on our house? Often, when you back yourself into a corner and give yourself one of two cryptic options, um, there's something else going on. Tell me what else is going on here. Um, okay. So, oh gosh, I don't know. I, I'm just very depressed where we live now. Um, why, why are you, are, what, what, what is it about this environment, this world? Are you missing your friends from your old place, your old community? Are you not plugging in? Um, Did you have a ba- bad experience? What is it? Yeah. A couple, couple of things. Um, we are very far from our family. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of feels isolating, um, and the weather here is a little rougher than I prefer. Like winters are very long, and seasonal depression I feel like is a real thing. It's a super um, real thing, yeah. Yeah, and so um, it's just hard, and just not as much to do as or the things that I enjoy doing. Um, we had a home before, and so I miss that home and that area and that climate and people coming to visit us and we have a house now, but nobody comes to visit because we're very far away. Um, or if they do, it's very rare. And so why'd you guys move? Stuff like that. Yeah, why'd you move? Why? Um, he works, he's the truck driver. He works for FedEx. And if we transferred, he, the pay was a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So he went from being a city driver, um, in Tennessee. And then we transferred out West where he was a road driver and they get paid quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could always transfer back, um, but they aren't hiring at the moment mm-hmm. for road or city. So we're just—I'm just here trying to figure out what to do. How, and we how, how, a lot how long of money have you lived there? How long have you lived there? Um, we've been here a year, but okay. we've been out west two years. Okay. Um, I had a very similar experience when I moved from Texas, where I had my community, my friends, and my family, and to Tennessee to Nashville into mm-hmm. what was a great job. It was, it was a, um, a much, it's a much more significant paying job. It was an incredible group of people I got to work with, but I was lonely and I was missing people. And I liked doing th- these things and I wasn't able to do those things here because now I'm in the city. It's kind of reverse of what you experienced. And ultimately my wife and I had to sit down and say, okay, um, we're going to go all in on making this our home. And it was a completely different identity shift. And she actually went way faster than I did. She went and made friends, got connected, started going to coffee with people. And that's not her nature. It's not my nature. And um, I had to, I've told some stories on air about inviting people to my house and be like, so this is super weird, but will you be my friend? Um, will you go hang <laughs> out? And when someone would invite me that I didn't know that well to watch the fights, I said yes every time. And I've come, like, I'm, I'm, my our family goal now a year a few years after that 
time is this is it. Like my my goal and hope in life is to die in Tennessee. Okay. This became my home, but it took some high intentionality in our part. So here's my challenge to you. Number one, Mm -hmm. don't frame this as money or mental health. That's not a fair framing of this. It's not, hey, you want to be rich and crazy and depressed? That's not really what's happening here. What's happening here is, hey, we made a decision together that we this is going to be a significant increase in pay for us. We're going to be able to change some things of our lives that we thought was going to be great. And maybe we missed the mark, and that's okay. We tried it out. Two years, three years, cool. Let's get back on the transfer list and see if when that happens. Until then, we are not going to voluntarily choose misery. I'm not going to choose to be miserable waiting for this thing that may or may not happen in two months, five months, two years, ten years. Choose the right. things that are going to make you joyful in the meantime. That may mean that we need to add to our budget plane tickets because we thought we could see family once a year. I want to see them three. And that's just going to be a thing that we're going to do that's a little bit different. Um, I am not big on going to coffee with, with the gals. I'm going to coffee with the gals. I'm going to make that a part of my life. You see what I'm saying? Go all in yeah. where you mm-hmm. are. And if you go all in where you are and you come back and you say, hey, I want to go back to Tennessee and you end up back to Tennessee and Kentucky and North Carolina, whatever, nobody failed anything. Nobody lost anything. We thought this was going to be the right thing for us. What I found was, oh man, I just missed my family and friends. And that's a completely normal thing. You're supposed to be sad when you miss your family and friends. And now my new life adventure was finding new people to do life with. And I have. You see what I'm saying? I see. Yeah, I see. More of the effort. Well, it's not... No, see, there you... Like, okay, I'm just not doing enough. No, no, <laughs> no! Not like that. Not like that. Here's what I'm saying. Um, it's, it's completely normal to feel how you feel right now. Okay? And moving mm-hmm. forward, you have a choice. Do I want to continue this? Do I want to continue just to be here and be sad? Or do I want to do something differently? Not do more. Uh, do I want to do something different? And what you're doing right now okay. is is just, you've been, <laughs> I mean, you've been healing, right? You made a big, major move. Now we're healing. Now we're going to figure out something that's new. And let's set a time limit with my husband. When he's home, let's say, let's put a pin on the calendar at six months. Let's just check back in with each other at six months and see how we're doing. And I'm going to go all in. You go all in. We're going to make this thing work. We're going to choose to have fun out here, even though I'm not really a hiker or a, I don't fly fish. I don't know what you do in Montana. Um, but normally I wanted to, I'm more of a pedal tavern gal there in downtown Nashville and there's no pedal taverns out here. And I don't know, I'm losing, right. I'm, I'm being, I'm being rude, but, um, decide to go all in there and then put something on the calendar and it gives you some peace, right? This isn't a forever thing and this isn't a cast into the ocean. And if you are struggling, if you are feeling depression in a way that I don't want to get out of bed, I don't like anybody, um, the, the, the I, I've just, I, I don't have joy, please call somebody, okay? Yeah. Please go visit a, a, a counselor, okay? And yes, right. seasonal depression is very, very, very real very real um there's all kinds of lights you can get there's all kinds of um interventions you can do with lighting around your house and activities you can do to help with the lights that is a very real thing um and winter is coming right so be ready for that as it as it heads your way yeah that's huge yeah when i moved to nashville john from mobile which i had moved from boston mm-hmm. you just reset and i had to go all right i'm gonna get plugged into my local church and i made some great friends there i started here at ramsey solutions i knew no one and now there's some of my best friends here, some of my best community via the church and work. And I love it. And I can't ever imagine going back to Boston. Right. But that takes a lot of time and intentionality. 
And that's all we're asking for. And some awkwardness and some failure. It's a part of it. And you're a king of I awkwardness. I am king of awkwardness. John has mastered it. <laughs> I love it. More of The Ramsey Show coming up. the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined today by Dr. John DeLone. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. Their 100% satisfaction guarantee means even if you mismeasure or pick the wrong color, they will remake your blinds for free. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code Ramsey to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Will in New York. Will writes, My wife and I earn about $83,000 a year and have over $238,000 in student loans, auto loans, credit cards, etc. I did a couple of balance transfers and split a credit card between a few to get 0% interest rates on as much of the debt as possible. I feel we are somewhat on track doing the debt snowball while still paying the minimum on some and trying to get the ones with 0% interest paid off before the intro rate expires. I just turned 30, so I'm also trying to build a small emergency fund and feeling pressured to start a 401 and plan for retirement. I don't want to be in debt anymore, and I fantasize about paying cash for a house, but fear that will never happen. Any advice or guidance you can offer would be greatly appreciated. Mm. Man, it's a Man. tough situation. Gosh, this guy sounds just like John Deloney. We've been there, John. We're Man. like, we're going to game the system. We're going to move this to the 0% card. We're going to do some balance transfers. No, it's it's the, when he says, I just fantasized, but I, I oh, remember yeah. just, just walking around the house when my wife was asleep at night thinking, like, I should be able to, like, our life should be different than this. Like, mm. I remember that feeling. And yes, I remember, like, trying to come up with every scheme in the book to figure it out, like a way to cut corners and do different and whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, let's address one thing. You're doing too much at once, man. Yes. We got to slow down and focus on one thing at a time. That is the power of the baby steps, which means we're not working on the emergency fund right now. We have our starter emergency fund of 1000 then we're doing the debt snowball, then the emergency fund, and then we'll start investing in the 401k and you're 30 you still have a lot of life ahead of you a lot of people john go, oh well, i'm 30 I'm t- it's too late for me john and the same person at 20 is feeling that way and the same person to 40 is feeling that way it's not too late but you've got to take intentional steps and when i see fantasize about paying cash for a house and then i look at their situation I, that's like me fantasizing about being the best guitar player in the world but i don't want to practice guitar ever and it's just <laughs> it's part of it like we yeah. have to get out of debt have margin back in our life to be able to pay cash for a house. Yep. So you're right. Right now it is a fantasy because you have $238,000 of debt and you're sitting here playing games. Mm-hmm. I This is a conversation that's not talked about enough. Um, I, th- I think in, in me and you, we, we can do a better job of talking about it. Um, with this type of student loan debt, I didn't have this much, but we had six figures. Um, we, had, we got pretty radical. We moved. 
and we I think we we moved into a residence hall into a dorm right it may be that living in one of the most expensive states in the United States is just not tenable anymore and we're going to take our jobs and we're moving to Kansas we're moving to Nebraska we're moving somewhere where the cost of living is exponentially less expensive and that means we're not going to be able to be in a cool city and that means we're not going to be able to do some cool whatever's and this is and that but this is how much freedom means to us um and we're going to pay a little bit of money to move or we're going to get new jobs, whatever the thing is. We're going to get radical. We're going to get radical. And right now, $83,000 a year in New York, paying off that much, it's going to be years and years We've got to double that income yes. in the next six months. we got to get different jobs. And I know that you love your job, and I know you feel safe at your job. you got to get different jobs. And we're probably selling the cars. That's right. We're selling the, we're, we got to get radical about and this. And we're thing. cutting up the credit cards, and we don't care if it's 0% or 20%. We're going to pay it off smallest to largest because that's going to make us feel the progress. It's going to motivate us to actually do this thing. Yeah. And we're pausing that retirement. No matter how much pressure, I don't know who's feeling pressured. I don't know where that pressure's coming from. I, I it, for me, it came. It, it just came from shame. It just came from this picture that this is what be, a husband's supposed to look like. I should be investing by now. It, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm failing. Yeah, and I that failure just, it, it just spins and spins and spins on you. Yeah. And by the way, if you choose to stay in New York, we had a, a teacher who did debt free scream that was like, yeah, I was a teacher, and the moment I got off, I just went and dr- drove Uber Eats all night and then I got up in the morning and did Uber and then I went and was a teacher and she did that for a period of time she paid off a ton of money yeah. right so if you're going to stay in New York cool it's going to cost you a soul tax you're going to have to work like crazy mm. but do it man just do it it's worth it but you got to go all in mm-hmm. and that's been a theme on the show today is you can't be ish because yeah. you're going to get ish results and you're going to be emailing us in going well i try to do the zero percent i try to move it over here right. and i'm trying to invest because i know that's good and i want to get that emergency fund and then you wonder why you're not making any progress here's a good example i, I spent some time with the mind pump guys in san jose awesome guys um really doing for the fitness industry what dave is doing has done with the financial industry right and um we're talking about getting in, getting in shape and losing weight and building muscle. And what Will is doing here is like, you know what? I'm going to lose some weight and I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to get stronger. And so he turned the treadmill up as fast as it would go and he got a barbell and he's got like a kettlebell and he's running and trying to lift and throw the kettlebell at the same time. You're going to get yourself hurt, man, this whole thing. Mm. Stop. Do these things in the right order, right? Let's... um Let's start lifting weights and let's lose weight and then let's build muscle over time. And then once we get it more healthy, then we can start. Let's do this thing in the right order, right? So same with Will. We got a plan for you, man. Just follow the plan. Mm. Thanks and for the question, get Will. after it, brother. Get Absolutely. It. Let's go to the phones. Lacey joins us up next in Tulsa. Lacey, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking my call. How are you today? We're doing great. How can we help? Good. Um, I am thinking of maybe starting a side business. Um, my husband and I have a special needs son, and um, we have a trust. And so I'm wondering if we should put the money um, from the side business into, we do not have like our three to six month emergency fund. Um, we're about $1,000 or so away from having our debt paid off. And um, so I'm wondering, should we put the money into the emergency fund or put it over in the trust to um, take care of our son, you know, long, long term. What's the nature of special needs? Um, He has Down syndrome. And then last year we also um, got an autism diagnosis. So we have Down syndrome and autism. Okay. How old? 
He's 11. He's 11. Is he just a, is he a rambunctious, smiley ball of fun? Yes. (laughs) All of the above. Very Uh, hyper. (laughs) It's so great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So with this trust, are you planning on releasing this uh, as he, you know, enters adulthood? Um, We have, within our trust, we have like the special needs um, set up more. We did it more for, when we set it up, it was more for just the care of, you know, something should happen to us. And just recently I've started trying to think of, you know, we need funds in there as well to care for him. Um, I don't know that it would ever be released to him directly, probably just depending on how he, you know, progresses as he gets he older. I don't know. And what his yeah, care situation looks like, right? And whether you guys are... Yeah. Right. Well, the best thing for him financially is for you guys to get a hold of your own finances. And so that means following the baby steps, mm-hmm. we're putting any extra income towards the baby steps, which means we're paying off this $1,000 with that money. We're filling up the three to six months emergency fund with that money. And then baby step four through seven, we go from intense to intentional. And so if you want to, at that point, invest 15% of your income, and then put any extra money into the trust, I think that's when the time to do it. And you can also designate your retirement if you were to pass away. Whatever you're putting into retirement would roll into this trust. And the sale of your home would roll into this trust. Right. So it's not like you're going to lose okay. this down the road. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Our home is not in our trust name, and that's one thing I'm needing to do mm-hmm. um, is to you know deed it over into our trust. Um, our we sold our home last year and just purchased this one. And so our last home was in, in the name of our trust, Sure. but I have not gotten this one sent over mm. yet. Yeah. And that's one of those things that as a parent, um, that can just be a burr in the back of your, ah, just, ah, just, it just kind of, just go get it done. Just make a note, get it done this week. Um, knock that out and get that off your, that off your chest so it's just your your day will be a little bit lighter and you're about to knock out your debt you're on the doorstep of debt freedom and by the end of the year you're going to have that fully funded emergency fund and it's going to put you guys in a different place uh, when it comes to your foundation of money so i'm real proud of you guys uh way to go love that little love that little boy love that man. 11 year old that's fantastic thank you so much for the call this is the ramsey show Ramsey Show, and it is that time of day when we get to celebrate someone on the debt-free stage, and that person is Debbie. How are you, Debbie? How are you? Doing fantastic. Welcome, welcome. So you paid off some debt, didn't you? I did, a little bit. Where are you from? Uh, Shakur, Pennsylvania. Near Pittsburgh? North Pittsburgh, yeah. Okay, awesome. How much debt did you pay off? I paid off $98,107. Whoa! How long did that take? 38 months. All right. And your range of income during that time? Uh, it started at 65000 and it ended at one seventy-seven. Whoa. Okay. What do you do for a living? I'm a nurse. Oh, and is that all nursing? Is that travel yep. nursing? Nope. Wow. Y'all Fantastic. Had, nurses have had a boring last three years yes, or so, huh? Yes, have. Yep. Oh, my goodness. That's quite the jump. So what was that jump over time, or what happened? 
Promotions? Um, I work at a hospital, and then I picked up at visiting nurses. So I worked all the time. I was never home. My mm. kids never saw me. I worked doubles uh, all my days off all the time. A right, single mom? I am. Yeah. Wow. You're a rock star. You're warrior. actually a, a, a hero in a t-shirt, actually, without a cape. That's incredible. Thanks. Wow. Okay, so what type of debt was the 98000 uh, It was my car. It was credit cards. I had co-signed a student loan. I charged everything. I charged my bed. It was everything. Wow. So what, what got you to that point where you were just charging everything and going, like, were you in la-la land, or did you feel like, well, this is what you're supposed to do? Well, I thought I could juggle everything. I was pretty good at juggling all my credit cards, and then I bought a house I couldn't afford, and then two weeks after we moved in, Murphy moved in, and stayed for about six months and $30,000. Oh. I was totally broken. Totally. Wow. I had uh, done financial peace and failed it before. So then uh, my daughter, who's here with me today, she said, why don't you just try it again? Well, you know, you don't, you don't have anything to lose. You're already in the hole. So I said, okay. I so. love that encouragement. <laughs> You're already at rock bottom. It can't get worse, Mom. I can't go any back, you know, lower. So hand, I, me a, hand me a shovel and hold my beer. I can yes. dig deeper, right? Exactly. Wow. Well done. So, so you went through it again. I did. I cut, up, I cut up all my credit cards, and that day I applied for the visiting nurse job. Wow. And that was 38 months ago? Yeah. Just about? Yeah. That's incredible. So how did you hear about us in the first place? Um, I had Googled how to pay off debt because I thought I was going to be smart and pay it off and still juggle my credit cards, which is ridiculous. After you look back, you really can't do that. You have to go all in or you're not going to make it. It's like having a fire extinguisher in one hand and a flamethrower in the other. Exactly. And you go, yeah, we put out a fire over here. I thought I could do it, but I wow. didn't. I failed. How, how long have you been doing this all by yourself? Uh, how long have I been? Uh, seven Seven years? Seven years. Okay. So when I look at your story, um, one word that comes up a lot is a lot of loss, right? A lot, like the, we lost this and we lost, a, the we, we got a house and we lost our sanity and we lost our money and then Murphy moved in. Yep. And then I don't want us to forget, like we could ever forget, that when you started this journey 33 years ago, the world was literally on fire, oh, right? Yeah. And so- what happened? Like, that's a, a, an extreme testament to your character and strength that you chose to stand up in the midst of all that chaos. How'd you do that? I I got really scared with the COVID. Um, in the hospital, it's a different world than, you know, people outside. It, we were told when we started COVID that pack a bag because you may not leave. Mm -hmm. So I was frightened that I was going to leave my kids with all that debt. And I thought, oh, I did that myself and I'm going to leave it to my kids. Mm. So from then on, they're my why. Mm. Wow. That's why I did it. I just, I, I need you to hear me say just person to person, parent to parent, what you've done is amazing. Well, thank you. And yes, you've been really open about some of the knuckleheaded things you've done with money and whatever. What you have done here is brave and courageous and inspiring. And you sacrificed a couple of years of being around your kids to change their life forever and to change your life forever. And I just need you to know, just person to person, I'm, this is inspiring and it's amazing. Thank you. I'm proud of you. It's awesome. Mm. So inspire someone else out there who's got $100,000 of debt. I, what do you say the key to getting out of debt is? Um, you have to have a big enough why mm. or you're just not going to do it. It's just so hard. It is not for the faint of heart. It was so hard. I cried a lot going to work. I'd call my daughter because she's a nurse as well. 
and uh, she heard a lot from me. <laughs> she just keep keep going, keep going, you'll get there. So was she your biggest cheerleader? Yeah, all my kids helped out. They took care of the home, so I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I didn't cook. I didn't get groceries. I did nothing because they took care of everything. Well, you you raised some great kids who are self sustaining. I, I did. That's a big part of it. Self <laughs> self sustaining. Yes, yeah. Right. Is that a word? No, but okay. It's cool though. I feel like I could Google that. It's a word. It is self sustaining. <laughs> wow. That's pretty incredible. So, and I'm you, older, so it's like, could I do it? Because I was 52 when I started, and I'm like, wow. I see. I watch all the debt free screams, and they're like, oh, these are young couples, and here I am, an older mother. But you know, so it was a personal challenge to yourself. Going, oh yeah, is it I too late it. for me? No, it's not. So not is that what late. you'd say to someone else who's yep. in their 40s or 50s or 60s? Right. It's not too late. Nope. Yeah, the real question you have to ask yourself when you're 52 is. I'm going to be 55 either way. Do I want to be debt-free or exactly. do I want to have debt? That's the question, yep. right? Exactly. Um, are you still working this this second job or have you let it go? And No, I still work it, but I work it because I want to. Okay. Not because I have to. That's uh-huh. different. Yep. That's incredible. So how does it feel? Oh, it feels great. It feels great. You seem light, airy. You could just float away at any moment. I'm very excited. Have, it, you, have you had some of these moments where the checks cash and you have no bills? Yeah, oh yeah, I paid it off in uh, what was it? February, March. Okay, oh, okay. Nice. March third. Yeah, March third. Fantastic. Well, we're so awesome. proud of you. We, we've got some parting Thank gifts you. for you. We've got uh, ba- Baby Steps Millionaires, Dave's number one best-selling book. That's the next chapter in your story as you've changed Absolutely. your family tree and step into Baby Steps Millionaire status. And of course, a copy of Financial Peace University, the newest edition. <laughs> you can gift that to maybe one of your nurse friends who's going. You did what now? In 30, how? Oh, yeah. Show me the way. Mm-hmm. You can hand that to them as well as a copy of the Total Money Makeover to kickstart someone else's journey. So proud. You Sounds brought the good. kids with you? Um, I brought my older daughter, Allison, and my young son, Emerson, and this is my son-in-law. I love it. Well, you want to bring them up on stage? Are they screaming with you? Uh, I don't think. Okay, they're, they're hanging they're, out. They're like, are you I screaming didn't, with I didn't me? know that I wanted to be a part of this. <laughs> hey, y'all had to take care of the house. You need to get up there and scream with Yeah, them. you guys were a part to, of this. I have to add, my son-in-law is awesome. Anything time anything would break, he's like, no, you're not paying for it. He was over before I even put the phone down. So wow, kudos awesome. to him. Very impressive. looks like impressive. you had some incredible people in your yes, corner. Yes, I do. That's awesome. Well, let's let's get to it. The moment we've all been waiting yes. for. It's Debbie and Allison and Emerson, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. $98,107 paid off in 38 months, making 65 all the way to 177. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! That's the opposite of a Debbie Downer gun, right there. <laughs> That's my dad joke for the day. Good thing, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Thank you for using my line again. That is fantastic. I love these stories, John. It really is inspiring, never gets old. And I just love the fact that you can decide at any age, and I love what you said, you're going to be 55 anyways. Do you want to be debt-free at 55, or do you want to keep living how you've been living? Yeah, my, wi- that my wife you? had a few friends. They were 35, and they were all hanging out and talking, and they said, man, we always wished we'd gone to med school. So dumb. We should have gone to med school. But now it's too old, and it would be seven years of going to school and going through rotation. And my wife, because she's very, very wise, she said, that's not, that's not what you should be asking yourself. What you should be asking yourself is, you're going to be 40 two either way do you want to be a doctor when you're 42 or not a doctor when you're 42 and they were like "Ooh, well played mm-hmm. right and your mom has an inspiring story of that too yeah it's very similar i i um i just have people in my life my mom my dad people who have made some major changes 
past ages when people think you can change, right? Mm. And Debbie's a perfect As example. As if there's a certain day where it's like, all right, it's too late. This is it. You're always going to have back pain. You're always just good. You know what? Couple, y'all been married so long, you're always just going to argue. It's just going to be that way. You know what? Single mom, you just, just you can't do it. You're always going to struggle you with money. You can't do it. Um, hey, you're already working a full-time job. Now, don't work too hard. Um, you have to do this with the kids. You got to do Oh, Debbie's one of those curve busters, man, that just says, she yeah, I'm going to throw all the rules out the window. I'm going to get this thing done. For 38 months, she said, I'm going to pay a price for a time. But then the next 30 years of her life, woo, That's freedom, awesome. baby. That's, awesome. That's what it's all about. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Matthew 5, 3. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. Franklin Roosevelt said, when you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. Good stuff there. Hey, George, it's no secret that I love a good concert. If it's going to be a good one, I'm going to be there. And I know folks listening have something in mind that you would like to do with some extra cash, like go to a concert, go have some fun, go on a date, go do something cool. So I'm super excited to announce that it is back. We are giving away 500 bucks every week in a grand prize of $3,000 in August in our Ramsey Cash giveaway. That's big, John. You know, on top of National Make-A-Will Month, it's also giveaway <laughs> month. Could this month get any better? Now, but seriously, think about all the cool things you could do with that extra cash. You could fill up your gas tank at least twice, all the way up, without even worrying about what gas station is the cheapest. That is true luxury. All, all of the groceries you can buy without feeling like you just got robbed. You can add it to your investments, pay off debt, you name it. Or if you're like Dr. John, you can go to that concert you've been waiting to see, which John goes to a concert about once a week and uh, without me. And if you were like George, you can get a uh, pedicure. You could go get two a month instead of just one. No, I get them for my dogs, John. They're not <laughs> for me anymore. That is right. Sacrifice. But you can go enter the giveaway, RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway, and you can do this every single day in August for extra chances to win. No purchase necessary, but you got to be 18 or older. Sorry, kids. RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. All right, let's go to the phones. Thomas joins us up next in Greensboro, North Carolina. Thomas, welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. How can we help? So I have one primary question and then a second one if we have time for it. But to give you some context and background to the first one. So my fiance and I are wondering if we're about to spend a little bit too much on a honeymoon or not. So she is projected to make about 28, I'd say about 32,000 this year. She is a beautician. She does hair cutting then I will make probably about a little bit more than 45 this year. I drive a straight truck for a living. I plan on getting my CDL probably in the next two to four months. So that will also increase my uh, income. She has absolutely no debt whatsoever. And she has about, I think three to four months of emergency fund. I have a thousand dollars in emergency fund. I do have a little debt. I have one credit card with about 1500 bucks on it. 
that will be paid off by the wedding. Our wedding will be in October. We're thinking about $8,000 for the wedding. Five of that is coming generously from her parents, and then we're cash flowing the rest. But then there's the honeymoon. We were kind of wanting to take a little bit longer of a honeymoon. I, I personally haven't had a week over a week vacation in about five years. So we were thinking about two weeks. And the grand total was probably about a little over 13000 oh. So we'd be going... We'd be going into it a little... Where are you guys going? You know, to the moon? So, is this like an overwater bungalow in Fiji? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish. Uh, so we will be going about, if, if we can afford it, we would be going to St. Thomas and the Virgin Islands for about a week. Then we'd be coming back home, going to our state fair in North Carolina for about two days, and then going to the Biltmore Resort in Asheville for about three days. So that would all be paid for in cash as well. We'd be cash flowing that. So that was kind of my question. We'd be making about 75,000 a year when we're married together, but we didn't, we were just trying to figure out, you know, even though we were debt free, even though we would have some, a decent income, if, if maybe we should back off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm a cheapskate, but spending 13 K in your honeymoon and eight K on the wedding feels backwards to me. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that does feel a little sideways. That's like the guy that buys the $2,000 car and puts $5,000 rims and tires on it. it. just seems a little bit backwards. Gotcha. So, I mean, okay. I don't well, know what you spent on your honeymoon, John, but not near that. The I purpose like of the honeymoon, bucks. you're going somewhere <laughs> tropical. There's not that much difference between Cancun and, and St. Thomas as far as uh, you know, a nice view. So right, if right. I'm you, I'm going to do some heavy research to go, how can we cut this thing down to three, $4,000 and still have an amazing time? Yeah. And yeah. And we'll, yes, if you don't mind, we, we have done a tad bit of research. We did get a, um, a person to look over things for us. It, it, it's really things like the flights that are just killing us. So again, we've only put the deposit on some of these things so we can take it back. And uh, from what you're telling us, we may end up doing that. So I, that you was can get all your money back. About. I believe so. We've only put like three or four hundred dollars on the deposit, and they're countable two weeks up until the arrival. So Here, okay. So as as a guy who's been married for a long time, we I just went to Asheville for my twentieth anniversary. So it's a great place. You you're picking well. It's awesome. Um, there is going to be some stress to dealing with the wedding, to getting married, to moving into a place together. Even though we got it all planned out, we've been dating a while, we're best friends, we love each other, all those things, it's just going to be a season of stress. And if right. you throw $13,000, going to this country, then getting home and then going here, you're going to end this two weeks more tired than you started. And then you're going to launch uh-huh. back into work. She's going to be back, at, right? So you're you're setting yourself up um, to stumble at the at the starting line, I would much rather you take a much smaller, a less expensive, not cheaper, but a less expensive time for y'all to just be together and rest and enjoy life, have some fun, do some cool. And rest doesn't mean do nothing, right? But but rest right, means right, right. we're gonna do some stuff that's gonna be cool. And then let's put a pin in it. Let's say our five year anniversary or a three year anniversary or our completely debt free anniversary, we're going to St. Thomas for two weeks and we're gonna blow it out. Dude, do that, right? And then that's gonna be something y'all work forward to y'all work for together and it's not gonna be stressful on top of stress on top of stress. Yeah, I'm probably gonna punt at the Asheville trip 
the Biltmore trip to the spring and just focus on this tropical trip. Maybe do a week, maybe eight or nine days. And uh, check out Costco Travel. That's where I've personally booked my honeymoon. We just did a three-year anniversary trip to Cabo. We did it all through Costco Travel. And it was a fraction of what you just described. And it was all-inclusive. We had a great time. It was very relaxing. I've never heard of Costco Travel. John is writing down. I'm writing it down. Costco Travel. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, you can get some great deals. It'll include flights. There's a lot of great options there. It's where I get peanut butter and uh, dog food. I didn't know you could get a Costco Travel trip to Mexico, too. They've got, like virtual travel agents that will help i was just like hey here's my budget what's the three best places to go they told me i said what's the three best resorts on each of those great you just saved me 14 hours of research (laughs) and i just booked it i'm in so that's what i would encourage you to do thomas congratulations on the wedding that's fantastic uh but 13 grand goodness gracious that's some that's some bougie lifestyle right there (laughs) to go back to the fair and eat fried oreos all right lynn joins us up next in charlotte lynn get right to the question we're up against the clock Okie dokie. Thanks for having me. I am getting conflicting advice if this is the right time to make a move, sell my house, uh, and escape from the super congested suburbs of Charlotte, North Carolina, and buy another house in western North Carolina in a rural environment. Okay, so why wouldn't you do it? Uh, My loved ones are saying this is not the right time to move. People don't move in a a recession. Um, People move all the time. Okay. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Here's Do you the have question. Money? Do you, are you yeah, in a good you spot it? financially to move? I, I, yes, yes. Right. Um, do you have a pile I, of debt or do you have money in the bank? Nope, I could tell I you're have, good. Lynn's crushing uh, it. Yep. Yep, I have about two, 200000 uh, for retirement. I have 4100 emergency, uh, 1800 credit card debt. And I do owe on my Jeep Wrangler. Aha. Uh, busted. Busted. I know. Well, moving's yeah. going to be, it's going to have a cost to it. Where, are you going to downsize? I probably will do a lateral move. I bought this house for 236 A realtor I met with last week said I could sell it for 415 and I'd like to put it all into the next home so lateral move okay well if you do it here's what i would do lynn i would pay off all of my debt as part of this and then maybe downsize slightly so that i'm not in a crunch financially that's right and get an emergency pay off all your debts get an emergency fund so when you buy this new house out there um it's a peaceful transaction and if that means pausing on the move until we're out of debt with the emergency fund that's a great plan too there's not a ton of urgency around this so that's what john and i would do yeah teach his own i got no problem moving right now that puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Dr. John Deloney, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. We appreciate you listening. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously. Do you love a good day, Brand? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.